Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Charlie Bay. And it's our first show back for 2024. Welcome back. It is. Welcome back, LB. Happy to be back in the studio with me. Yes, it's very exciting. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. And to kick off today, we must talk about the bizarre new teaser trailer Jennifer Lopez has dropped for her new movie musical album companion piece, This Is Me Now, A Love Story. I know what they say about me. About hopeless romantics. That we're weak. And I'm not weak. I learned the hard way. Not all love stories have a happy ending. Time's up. Let's pick this back up next week. Have you watched it? Yes. And I feel like we have different opinions on it because I feel like it came out today mm. and there was a lot of anticipation for this, a lot of build-up because Jennifer Lopez wasn't nominated anything for awards season this time around, but she did go to like the Golden Globes and things with her husband, Ben Affleck, he of the donut-loving coffee variety. The sad kind. The <laughs> sad kind. No, she got asked about that on the red carpet. I know. So many times people were like, why does Ben look so upset? And I loved her response because she was like, He's fine. He's doing well. And I'm like reading between the lines. She's like, he's a rich white guy. He's fine. And I was like, okay, I hard relate. He has a resting bitch face. Yeah, he's the just guy does. alone. But he was nominated for air, so she was walking the red carpet. And, you know, she's the queen of promo. She's been around here for a long time. She knows what to do. And she kept saying, like, this teaser was coming out, her new album's coming out, the movie musical that's coming with it, which is very much a celeb thing to do right now. I love it. She's a full franchise girl. Oh, we already knew that. But in case you weren't really sure what this was all about, <laughs> which honestly I wasn't at the beginning, it is to promote her upcoming album and it's a follow-up from her 2002 album, This Is Me Then, and it comes 10 years after the release of her last full-length project, AKA. So it comes out later this month on Amazon Prime Video, actually on February 16th, and it's 65 minutes long. Oh, yeah, it's a full movie. It's a musical movie and she's, like, playing a character, right? Yeah, The beginning of it, she's on the back of a motorbike and you can actually see the side of Ben Affleck's hair. He's in it. It's very dream fantasy. She's in a factory and she's running around and there's a full cast list in it. You've got Kiki Palmer, Ben Affleck, of course, Kim Petras, the singer, Sophia Vergara from Modern Family. Jay Shetty is in it. Yeah, that's amazing. 
You really think it's amazing? I'm just like, what is going on? There's- no, I love it. A lot of artists, you know, play it safe now when they release new projects and songs. I mean, not play it safe. They do the traditional, like, tour and then there's always, like, you know, they're trying to attach TikTok trends to it and all that sort of stuff. This is old school and this is also someone who is a complete show pony. Mm. I have mad respect for that. Mm. Who is like, I am not just doing a tour or a basic music video, especially because she's been in the industry for decades now. Like, people want something new from her and how do you make something new when you're still releasing the same music? So she's gone full feature film and so over the top and so decadent and the plot is going to be ridiculous. And also I think she's really playing into like the jokes and headlines about herself because she's been married multiple times and the joke always is that every time she gets married she has a big opulent wedding and obviously the whole thing is like you have the big opulent wedding the first time and after that you have a smaller wedding and you're more reserved and all that sort of stuff. And I do love that she was like, no, that's not my personality. Every wedding for me is my big fairy tale ending. <laughs> she's on the red couple last week. They're like, how do you know? She's like, when you know, you know. She's like, although I've known four times. <laughs> did she actually <laughs> yeah, she did. admit that? Yeah, she did. Oh, I love I that do for her. love that. The girl loves love. That's her personality it to is. be over the top and crazy. And I was like, what do we want from celebrities if not over the top and crazy? Yeah, I don't know how to feel. I can't say it. Great. Will I watch it? Maybe. Did, there's the scene of her. She's in like the short little wedding dress and she's dancing down the aisle. And then there's like some sort of all the glamour shots and the but craziness But then she's running the through a factory. I don't know what's going on. Well, you have to watch the movie and find out. Maybe <sighs> she's a runaway bride who steals a car and then hides out in a factory. Yeah, possibly. That's my plot summarised without Honestly, actually seeing it. The one thing that summed it up for me was an article I read that said it's basically like a dream you can't even begin to explain. Oh, yeah. I came away going, what did I just watch? Well, I'm going to watch it. What's the date again? It is on February 16th <laughs> okay, on the Amazon Prime Video. I'm clearing my calendar. 65 minutes aside. Okay. We're going to watch it and recap it. That's what we're going to do. Oh, gosh. Well, what we're actually talking about today is Rebel Wilson's latest Instagram post, which has copped two different kinds of reactions. That is after the break. Earlier this week, Rebel Wilson shared in an Instagram post that she's gained 14 kilos after spending more time focusing on work than her health. So the actress has been busy directing and starring in her latest film, The Deb, which is filming in Sydney, and it marks her feature film directorial debut. She's also been writing her memoir, Rebel Rising, which is meant to come out in April. So what she said is she said, working really hard has meant the cause of all the stress, I've gained 14 kilos. It makes me feel bad about myself. It shouldn't, but it does. I'm really proud of the work I've been doing on new movies in my memoir. It's just been a lot and I've lost focus on my healthy lifestyle. Anyone else going through the same thing? So that post got over 100,000 likes and the comments came flooding in and they were overwhelmingly positive. It's people saying that the hardest thing is keeping the weight off and they're feeling the same way, especially after summer and the festive season, well, the festive season worldwide. I think a lot of women felt seen, myself included, actually hearing a celebrity vocalise the fact that they have popped on weight. You rarely hear that. But to understand the reaction better, you really need to know the backstory. Yeah, I saw two ways of thought around this Instagram post. And one of them was obviously what you're saying in terms of people like saying thank you for vocalising this. And it's something that a lot of people are thinking, but they feel like they can't post it because of this idea of body image and this idea of keeping that off Instagram, but still having the conversations behind the scenes, which is just as damaging. But also there was this thread of people who were more discussing on other forums or just, you know, us discussing it here in the office, this idea that it leans so heavily into 
I've behaved badly with work in the festive season, therefore I must now change myself. And I guess the main thing I took issue with here, I mean, there's so many things to unpack in this and so much, as you're saying, is about her backstory, is when she said how much weight she gained and she put a direct number in there, she put an exclamation mark after it. It's such a small thing, but she's like, I've gained this much exclamation mark like I expect you to be horrified which if Mm. anyone else is looking at that and being like oh I'd gain that amount and I didn't think it was such a big you know what I mean like anytime we use actual numbers but I think it's not just this post in isolation it's the whole backstory that comes with Rebel Wilson because obviously she rose to fame playing a like fat plus size character the idea of Fat Amy in the Pitch Perfect series. What's your name? Fat Amy. Um you call yourself Fat Amy? Yeah, so twig bitches like, you don't do it behind my back. And making those jokes. And at the time it was so refreshing and, like, she's so brilliant in that movie and that whole movie is so clever and the script is so clever. And that idea of her character saying, like, I'm going to call myself fat before you can was a really interesting thing. But she became very well known for when she moved more into writing and directing, creating her own projects for really playing up the stereotypes of fat people, jokes that are made about fat people and using that as a punchline. Mm. And she always said, oh, but it's me. I'm, you know, making these jokes about my people and my own body. And so it's okay. And it was never really okay. But it kind of all came to a head in 2020 when she was talking about embarking on this year of health. You know, she said all the classic things of like, eating better, exercise, looking after herself. But also, you know, a lot of it really was that she wanted a much smaller body and she was very open about that. Mm. Then her body transformed and, you know, in a really unfair twist for her, there was a lot of backlash that people were saying, like, you use surgery, use medicine, you didn't do this. And it's like, well, however she did it, her body is very now visibly a different size. And now that's become a conversation she can't control. But then she started really feeding into this idea of the fact that before she didn't care about herself, so she over indulged and now she cares about herself so she looks better. Obviously there's no way to tell someone's health or how they feel about themselves by looking at their body. So she really pushed that home. She also began to make jokes about her past self and that her bigger body was like something to be laughed at now that she was like on the other side of it. And most infamously this happened at the BAFTA Awards where she was hosting. And there was this opening monologue joke where that wasn't the joke that she said that was so bad. I think people have misconstrued that over the years. It was the fact that a photo of herself in the body size that she used to be flashed up across the screen and she looked up and says, I look a bit different from the last time you guys saw me here. And then she starts laughing and she looks at the audience and waits for a laugh and they laugh. Now, I might look a bit different from the last time that you guys saw me here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was me two years ago, and since then I've done quite a transformation. I hope J.K. Rowling still approves. (laughs) J.K., J.K. Everybody's asking me, like, why did you lose weight? Well, clearly it was to get the attention of Robert Pattinson. It's also that round of applause that was a big thing. So, like, it comes up and, like, that was one of the biggest applause moments of the night. Like, because I watched the whole thing and it was this idea of, like, her saying, like, ooh, I used to look like this and now I look like this. And everyone being like, yes, you did it. You're amazing. And, like, her being really celebrated for that. Yeah, I don't know. That just, listening to that back again, that just gives me the ick. And then more recently in June 2023, these rumours came out that Rebel had been saying that she learned she only really really needed to eat 600 calories a day. You don't need 1,500 or 2,000. She later came out and said she never made those comments. 
So it was kind of playing into people's minds that behind the scene, in order to look that way, that she was restricting what she was eating, she was probably over-exercising, and ultimately it was making women feel bad. Yes, exactly. And that's all we're going to get into after the break. Just like this has become not about her personal story. It's become a much bigger situation. And there's two sides now to this conversation about Rebel Wilson and fat phobia. And look, on one side, she's definitely not the victim. Let's get into some of the reactions that people had to seeing this post. I'll actually start with mine. So when I first saw Rebel post this, especially just the top line announcing that she had gained weight. I found that really refreshing because we have just come out of the festive season, Christmas, New Year's, kind of that weird period between them both where you don't really know what day it is and you kind of are eating and drinking what you want. And a lot of us put on weight during that period because we're having fun and we're celebrating. And I'm one of those women. So actually seeing a celebrity admit that, I felt relieved. And yes, it ultimately was refreshing. However, on the flip side, the way that, as you mentioned before, LB, that she put the explanation mark after how much weight, kind of saying that it's disappointing that she put on that much weight, it reinforces that after the silly season, you're meant to lose it. You're meant to go back to the gym. You're meant to get started on those New Year's resolutions and eat healthy and go for walks and become a runner. Then that's constantly playing on my mind. It's like, yeah, that's fine that you put on weight during that period, but now's the time to do the work to lose it. Yeah, that's what I I find very uncomfortable, not just about this Rebel Wilson post, but just her language in general and other celebrities too. Unfortunately for her, she has become the touch point for this conversation just because, like I said, she based so many movie characters and comedy pieces off the jokes around fat people and then has made so much of her brand this idea of reshaping herself and changing her life and her body. And so that's why she's become the touch point for it. And I think one of the reasons I find this uncomfortable, my stance is always like with that problematic behaviour, let's have it out in the open and talk about it. I know that toxic diet talk can be very triggering for a lot of people. But at the same time, it's part of every piece of media that comes out. It's part of every, like, you know, everything to do with pop culture. It's part of every workplace. It's it's on social media. So pushing it to the side. It's like when Kim Kardashian, when she wore the Marilyn Monroe dress at the Met Gala and talked about the fact that she had literally starved herself for weeks to fit into it. And everyone's like, oh, she shouldn't have said that. It's such, you know, it's so damaging. And yes, it is. But my stance at the time was like, everyone in that room is saying that all their different camps and stuff are involved in this and it is toxic and ugly and damaging but have it out in the open so that we can actually look at it. At least she told us. Yeah. Like no one else does and we keep looking at them for like their ideal body standards but we have no idea what crazy things they're doing in the background. Yeah and then we can have the bigger conversation about why this shouldn't be happening and why aren't there any fat or plus size people on that red carpet. It's because they're not allowed in the room. So then coming back to the rebel situation like I totally understand that dread especially if you're someone who's lived in a bigger body like me for a long time, that dread that comes over you when you realise that you've put on weight and maybe she has to go back and see family or maybe she has to go back into a workplace and that's when it hits you, that moment of, oh my God, this is what people are going to judge me for. Like I think it's so different to someone who's in a standard size body or a conventionally thin body putting on a bit of weight and being like, oh, I feel a bit bad at myself. But knowing that society is not going to turn on you for that. Whereas Rebel Wilson knows what it's like to have people on an airline not want to sit next to her or have people in a workplace judge her or have a doctor. You know, I'm just saying this is things that everyone Mm. in a fat body goes through this sort of stuff. And so that fear that hits you of like, I'm almost like in danger because of my body, I think is very different to I put in a bit of weight. So I understand that that would be coming from her because that's just the world we live in. But on the other side, she always equates fatness with either comedy, like something Mm. to laugh with, or 
at the state of like, this is me before. This is me when I wasn't looking after myself. This is when I didn't care about myself as a person. This is when I wasn't living well and always attaches a smaller body to being a better person. Yeah. Smaller body, positive. Exactly. Larger body, negative. Yes. And I don't think she's realising that she's trying to put out this thing that everyone is saying. Like, I'm sure, like, you know, every workplace, every group chat at the moment, everyone's talking about New Year, trying to be healthier, trying to, you know, well, they say healthier. What they mean is smaller most of the time and having that conversation. So I don't think we can punish her for putting it out there. But I'm like, what you're doing is saying that one particular body type is the state of badness in your life and the state of not looking after yourself. Whereas when her body is smaller, I'm sure she'll put out a post like promoting that side of it. And I just think, especially if you've monetized fatness as a joke in the industry, to then turn it around, I think is incredibly damaging. And again, it's not just about Rebel Wilson. I understand that she's had to face a lot living in a bigger body and that it's unfair to make her the voice. But because there's no one else really in Hollywood anymore in a plus size body at the moment who are really creating shows or releasing music on the cover of albums, that sort of stuff, it has become so much about her. And I just think it's really damaging. This episode of The Spill was produced by Tali Blackman with audio production by Scott Stronick. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and on The Spill Instagram. Bye. 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 Na 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 na